Saint Cosmas of Etolia is a recent saint who is very dear to the hearts of all the Greek people, who often refer to him endearingly as Patrokosmas. He is known as the Apostle to the Slaves and honoured with the titles of Equal to the Apostles and Teacher of the Greek Nation. He was born in the year 1714 in a village called Megadendron in the region of Etolia in central Greece. Hundreds of years under Turkish occupation had left the common people of the Greek villages in the darkness of ignorance, not only ignorance of their Christian faith, but also of basic language and education. Saint Cosmas, as a sanctified vessel of the Holy Spirit, gave his whole life to enlightening the Greek people and achieving a staggering transformation throughout the whole country. He lit a flame in the hearts of the people which burned brightly for many years after his death and paved the way for the liberation of Greece from the Ottoman yoke. Although he spent the first ten years of his life as a simple shepherd boy in the mountains, he always felt a yearning to learn to read and write and his parents then sent him to another village where he was tutored by a hierodeacon named Gerasimus. He excelled in his studies and began to assist his tutors by informally teaching other students even while he was completing his own education and simultaneously working as a farmer. When news arrived in his region of the newly established school of Mount Athos, the Athoniada, Constas, as he was called before his monastic tonsure, seized the opportunity and set out for the holy mountain on foot with some of his fellow students. He studied there under famous lecturers such as Evgenios Vulgaris, becoming well versed in both divine and secular wisdom. After a few years though, his deeper yearnings could not be satisfied by the vain philosophy of this world and he embraced the true philosophy of the heavenly kingdom, entering the monastic life at the holy monastery of Philotheu. There he was tonsured with the name Cosmas and soon after was ordained a priest. After cultivating himself for many years, St. Cosmas was called by God to dedicate the rest of his life to the service of his people. We will hear how he describes this calling in his own words. I stayed on the holy mountain for 17 years where I wept over my sins. Among the countless gifts which my Lord has granted me, he made me worthy to learn a few letters of the Greek language and I became a monk. Studying the holy and sacred gospel, I found in it many and different teachings, which are all pearls, diamonds, treasures, riches, joy, gladness, eternal life. Among the other things, I also found this teaching, in which Christ says to us, No Christian, man or woman, should be concerned only with himself and his own salvation, but must be concerned also with his brethren. When I too, my brethren, heard these sweetest words that our Christ said to us, that we must concern ourselves for our brethren, these words gnawed at my heart for many years, just as a worm eats away at wood. So what was I to do? Mindful of my own ignorance, I sought the advice of my spiritual fathers, bishops and patriarchs, I revealed this thought of mine to them 
and I asked if it was pleasing to God for me to take up this work. Indeed, all of them urged me to go ahead, and they told me that such a work is good and sacred. In fact, I was urged on, most of all, by His All Holiness the Patriarch. May we all have His blessing. And with His blessing, I went out and began to walk from place to place to teach my brethren. St. Cosmas set out initially from Constantinople and preached throughout Thraki and Macedonia. He travelled all over northern Greece and even visited some of the islands. He avoided the large cities, perhaps because he knew that there at least there were some hierarchs, priests and teachers who could offer education and spiritual support to the people. Instead, he went to small villages, especially in Albania and Ipiros, where education was non-existent Banditry was rampant, conversions to Islam were commonplace, and even the appearance of an Orthodox priest was a rare sight. The effect that St. Cosmas had on the regions he visited was immediate and unprecedented. Village by village, region by region, people began to receive a basic education, churches reopened, conversions to Islam ceased, and thieves left their dens and became reformed citizens. His activity even aroused the suspicion of the Venetians who occupied the Ionian islands off the coast of Epirus. They even sent spies who disguised themselves as peasant Greeks and mixed with the crowds that followed St. Cosmas. The report which these spies brought back to the Venetian authorities at Kefalonia survives in their archives today, and although it is only brief, it shows us just how great an impact St. Cosmas had on those who heard him. The report says, They ran after him kissed his hands and feet, revering him as a true saviour. Even those outside the law made peace with their enemies and lived peacefully from then on. No church in the villages was large enough to contain the crowds that gathered. So St. Cosmas would plant a wooden cross in the ground, out in the open fields or squares, then he would stand on a portable platform and preach to the thousands of people who came to hear him. He began his ministry with a paraklesis service. Then he would preach his three teachings, didaches, over successive days, while the priests who followed him from place to place would assist him with the mysteries of confession, holy unction and holy communion. His inspired words were always simple and he used examples from everyday life that all the people could relate to. He would begin his first teaching, didahi proti, usually in the evening, starting with the account of the creation of the world and the story of Adam and Eve, their fall and exile from paradise. The following morning, he would continue with the second teaching, in which he narrated the birth and life of Panagia, the birth and life of Christ, and the events of Holy Thursday, the mystical supper, the betrayal and suicide of Judas. On the evening of the same day, he would conclude with his third teaching, the main theme of this was the resurrection, the work of the apostles and the spreading of the Christian faith throughout the world, as well as the last judgment and the fate of the sinners and the righteous. In addition to these three teachings which he delivered in every place that he visited, he would speak to the people about the Christian life, about love, suffering, the upbringing of children and many other topics. His words would always penetrate straight to the hearts of his listeners and they received his teaching with enthusiasm as the expression of God's will for them. A few months before his martyrdom, St. Cosmas wrote a letter to his brother 
Hieromonk monk Chrysanthos in Constantinople. We will listen to the words of the saint, which tell us about how much he achieved in his travels around Greece, but which also shed some light on how popular he was even amongst the Turks, who respected him greatly for his holiness and virtue. My most sacred beloved brother, Lord Chrysanthos, I kiss your hand and beseech the Holy God to grant you spiritual and physical health. Thanks to divine grace, brother, I am somewhat well, but spiritually the Lord knows. The things that have happened to me and around me appear unbelievable to many, and even I cannot understand them. I tell you these things only so that you may glorify the Lord, and that you may rejoice because there is much repentance among our brethren. I have passed through up to 30 provinces. I have established 10 Greek schools and 200 grammar schools, the Lord working with me and my word being confirmed through certain signs that follow me. But glory to him who says, My power is made perfect in weakness. I am now passing through Paramithia and Margariti. I hope God willing to come and see you shortly. I also travelled through our village where all our family and friends send their respects to you. I kiss your hand and that of His Holiness, the Patriarch, and I pray for all the brethren in Christ. Be well in body and soul. Ten thousand Christians love me, and one hates me. A thousand Turks love me, and one not so much. Thousands of Jews want my death, and one doesn't. 2nd of March, 1779. Your brother, Hieromonk Kuzmas. Despite his great popularity among both, among both the Greeks and the Turks, the Jews hated him fiercely because he put an end to the practice of holding markets on Sundays, with the results that the markets were moved to Saturdays when the Jews were not allowed to engage in any sort of work. A group of eminent Jews bribed the Turkish government of Berati, Kurt Basha, to assassinate the saint. On the 24th of August, 1779, Saint Cosmas was led by a group of Turkish soldiers on the pretext of escorting him to greet the Pasha. He saw through their lies and prepared himself for his final journey to the eternal homeland. He calmly followed them to the place of his execution and blessed the four corners of the universe with great joy and offering thanksgiving to God. He was then hanged from a tree and gave up his soul to the Lord. His holy relics were miraculously retrieved by the local Christians and have continued to be a source of miracles to this day. His veneration was officially recognised by the Patriarchate of Constantinople in 1961.